the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. And welcome everybody to our daily gun show. Come to you live every weeknight at nine, well at midnight Eastern. That's nine PM Pacific. And I guess I'm I don't know if it's my fans or what, but I guess I've got a bad mic tonight. We've got uh, a couple people jumping in. I uh, got Angelina joining from California. Thanks for joining. Hello everyone. But Dead Horse jumping in from Utah. Howdy. And Gary jumping in from Kansas. Hello, thanks for the invite. You bet. So we got a couple other invites invites out there. Some other people might be jumping in. If you're on uh, the YouTube side, that's too bad. But you can always join us on the Gun Channel side and get a link and join us. It's all about having a conversation, keeping the, the channels open. On Mondays, we talk about behind-the-scenes stuff. We talk about how-to and tech, how to, how to create Second Amendment-related stuff. Uh, we also talk about the calendar of events that are coming up. I don't think we've talked about that in a while. And uh, whatever else might have happened over the weekend, I guess, is how we usually start the show. Anything interesting going on? Nothing for me, really. Um, I heard something over the weekend that we won some uh, big battle in California about uh, the Ninth Circuit actually did something right, I guess. They, or, or maybe they're the ones that got overturned, but something to do with the assault weapon uh, registration there so apparently it was a victory for us yeah i think it was a magazine ban thing wasn't it or the yeah i can't i think it, it might have been that yeah it might have been that. they had a chance to overturn or they had a chance to put the ban back in place and they decided to leave it the way it was that it was not in the best interest of the state. That's nice. Howdy. Howdy. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Oh, good, good. Well, good evening, Dead Horse. How are you doing, Enrique? I'm doing good. Catching up on things. All right, is that a need microphone? Yeah, yours is good now. All right, so uh, it's episode 616. Um, uh, okay, we're going to start doing a thing called About Your Hosts. This is going to be kind of based off of uh, Ed Horse been doing some. Did you start that? Or Angelina started doing some kind of weird 20 questions thing. You can watch at your own risk in the evenings after this, usually. But um, with that in mind, I was thinking it might be interesting for uh, the audience, whoever's watching us live, way to keep the interaction going on, ask a question or something, and then the host will answer that question. I thought we might start doing that on a regular thing, like on a Mondays or whatever. Uh, and I guess alternatively, you could throw something out there. So maybe that's what I was thinking. So uh, instead of, uh, well, I don't care, we can answer questions, I guess, too. But uh, as far as like um, putting things out there. So I saw, I think Z, one of our hosts actually, so this is relevant to the show, 
uh, texted me or asked me to repost a thing on Instagram about straws. He's out in Hawaii, so they worry about straws all the time. And uh, thought about it, and then uh, I just thought that would be a neat thing to start the show off. So, yeah, I don't really use straws very often. Does anybody else use straws when you go out to eat? I use straws. I do. I I use straws. I like straws. They're okay if it's a to-go drink or something like that, but if it comes in a regular glass, I don't want a straw in there. I don't mind straws. Yeah, See, I, I got like a big beard and mustache and stuff a lot of the times. So if I don't get a straw, right, then a lot of times like you end up with just all sorts of crap in your you know, hanging off your face and dripping off your face. So a straw can really help for us bearded guys. I keep our stuff clean and, you know, not sticky. And Yeah. I don't know how you drink, but I never seem to get anything in my stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm there. I got in my way not to use straws. I don't like them. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, I think, that adds up when people don't think about it. Billions of people, how many times you use a straw? I know people that don't drink without a straw. So it's just a lot of plastic. Anyway, I thought that might be the kind of thing we could uh, throw some stuff out there and uh, maybe keep conversation going. Doesn't like it work, so well, like okay. So talking about this straw thing, so I saw a picture on Starbucks about how they redesigned their lids of their cups so they don't come with straws anymore because they wanted to be all green, right? But the thing is, is the redesign of the lid now that takes more plastic than the original lid and straw combo, so it's not like more green. They're even using more plastic. Yeah, just a matter of like how many loads of plastic go into the factory, as much as the consequences of the debris when it's over. So if it's a lid and the cups usually get thrown away, I guess that would be different than straws. Straws get bought, you know, in boxes. And I don't know if you've worked in a restaurant before, but anything that's disposable, napkins or forks, ketchup packets and stuff, massive, massive waste employees don't care they think it's all free some of that stuff can be some of the more expensive stuff in a store but uh very hard to keep uh inventory control of that stuff so it just gets lots and lots of virgin stuff gets thrown away uh gets ruined thrown away if it doesn't look appealing thrown away so when you look at it it's more than just how much plastic gets pulled into the factory and then how many lids are they making compared to how many straws are made so if you condense straws by a portion that might be more plastic than Starbucks could ever, well, I mean, Starbucks big company, but then some companies might ever think of. What about this other one? Because I can relate to this, no microwave. Well, that was for another week, but feel free. Well, I don't but have any rules. Those are my ideas, and they're for other weeks. All right, I won't ruin it for you then. Because we're talking about straws this time. But you're a straw, you're a straw -y. I'm a, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm trained for a straw. I think I heard that, like, Washington or Oregon, one of those two states has just banned straws recently. So does that mean that there's a black market for straws in that state? I think there's a straw thing happening here in November. David saying they have a big campaign to save the ocean from straws. And that's 
where I'm guessing Z comes from also, because uh, it must be some kind of a fish thing. Maybe fish stick their things in there, their appendages into there. So if they want to seek out public opinion on that, do they do a straw poll? Nice. No, they'd be against that. That'd be some kind of other public opinion. They'd use a blackboard. All right, well, so that was that topic. Drop like a paper airplane man on tinfoil. So we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, member of the day, why don't we make it Enrique? Enrique's uh, been around for the whole time we've been doing gun channels, I believe, right? Yeah, pretty much. Let's see what your member number is. But uh, yeah, you're here in Tucson. I think, did we first meet up at uh, Chester's thing or was it before that? I met you. Um... You, you kind of pursued me after I posted some uh, videos on, on uh, YouTube and you met me at a gun show and, and you were the first person to ever call me Enrique and I didn't know how to react at first. And then uh, I, I, I was like, I didn't even know who you were because <laughs> I was all busy at the, at the AZCDL booth and I was, it was really busy that day. It was packed and um, that's how we met. Oh, that's right. You were working at a booth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, so you've been volunteering for Arizona Citizens Defense League, a group of individuals. I forget how many members there actually are, but it's really just a few, really less than a dozen active members who do great things for rights in general, but firearms specifically here in Arizona. And uh, one of the things that they'll do is have a table at every gun show. So the way they accomplish that is there's members all over the state. You guys that volunteer just put on a shirt and show up and and a man the table and answer questions and encourage people to take a look at the, you know, the accomplishments of the organization and the goals that we've got. Yeah, I think the the one thing that really got me into uh, being interested in them because I kept on running into Charles with my son at all the gun shows because I was really getting into guns. And the one perspective that really changed my mind was he was saying, well, it's not that we are, we're against uh, uh you know, uh, regulations or like that. It wasn't like that in that direction, but he said, basically we were trying to get rid of bad gun laws. And then he went into explaining how bad gun laws existed. And, and then I, as I learned more about having a CCW and the laws involved with that, and I started realizing, I was like, wow, you know, the law really doesn't help me. You know, I want to change that. And it seemed simple enough. Right so, yeah, you're the member of the day. So that's why we built gun channels for people like yourself that uh, want to do stuff for the second and are interested in maybe getting a help on how to do some technique or some application. You've offered help from me and other people for your skills in uh, software and other things, marketing and stuff. Appreciate that. And then uh, I think you're a good example of, again, the member of a gun channels member where we're not all some sort of like on, you know, here every single day and you know every single person is always wearing some kind of a logo shirt or something and we're all kind of walking in lockstep and worrying about every single thing there's just too much on gun channels for that to even happen but you know it's never designed to just be like you had to be a you know a, a member every single day to keep up on what's going on so uh you're one of the people that i use as a barometer to know that we're doing good because you can come back you are comfortable when you come back it seems you participate, people recognize you, remember you, and then people that don't uh, see that there's people coming back, you know, after a long time, 
or you know come come back often over the long time over the long span so again i really appreciate your uh, efforts and yeah that's really weird we'll be built on channels for well thanks i, I always do it to be a, a nice stage to come back to it's, it's great i'm meeting some new people i, I never imagined i meet Wow, it's a whole different world after eight years. It's just unbelievable. I love it. Oh, snap, who put this link in here? This is from uh, Michael, posting this link to uh, a reusable straw from Amazon. Oh, looks like a tent pole or something where it's got the piece of a shock cord elastic going down it. What about these though? I've seen these where you just buy stainless steel straws, the same as a regular plastic straw. They're just made out of stainless steel, so you keep them. Angelina, stainless steel straw, yes or no? Um, I mean, I'd probably lose it, but would you use it? On a boat? A uh, dead horse, yes or no? Oh, he's not, he refuses to answer because of his straw policy. Enrique, stainless steel straw, yes or no? Uh, I would say it's probably going to end up being in my uh, kit just because I'll be, I work at a corporation. <laughs> Gary. Sure. Why not? All right. Uh, st stainless steel straw. Yeah, yes or no. Yeah. Because when someone, you can stick it in through someone's windpipe and like ventilate somebody with that. So yeah. I was about to say no, because yeah, it's going to get thrown away and how much they cost here. Where'd it go? How much do you think stainless steel straws cost? I guess you get a 12 pack of them. What, like a dollar a piece? Mm, a little bit less, but yeah, they're not cheap. Nine bucks for 12, six bucks for six. That, that would get thrown away. And plus, it's gross. How are you going to clean a stainless steel straw? I mean, tubes are awesome, but people can't, they don't have the, people aren't ready for tubes like that yet. I got a gun brush. They're in different colors, I guess. Yeah. I think, isn't there a deal where if you use a straw too much, it ruins your teeth or your tongue or your mouth or something? Like, aren't you not? Oh, I think, I think that's if you don't use a straw, it ruins your teeth. Like, if you drink sodas and stuff without a straw. What? No. I'm pretty sure the straw is better for your teeth. Soda hitting your teeth. But I mean, for like the sucking. I thought you're not allowed to let babies suck on straws because it shapes their mouth funny or something. Well, I don't know. They suck on binkies and stuff. I think that's probably because they, they'll poke themselves in the fucking eye with the straw. <laughs> that's why you probably don't give a baby a straw. But I do like your idea of being able to use a straw defensively or offensively because I've been listening to a lot of crazy alt fiction lately. Well, yeah. Well, and not only that, but medically, right? Like if someone like choking or something, they get some allergic reaction, they have something in their throat, you could literally ventilate someone's you know, through their windpipe or, you know, even right into the lung, you know, through their chest cavity and ventilate somebody with the stainless steel straw. Uh, no, no, I don't want that big a hole in the lung. But I guess, you know, massive emergency, everything, anything's possible. But all right, so um, there you go, straws. We did member of the day. Why don't we talk about behind the scenes? Do we have any ideas for behind the scenes? Any uh, suggestions for topics there? Nuts and bolts, how to get something done? For the Daily Gun Show? For Second Amendment content in general. Hmm. 
Uh, no, they're not reloading stuff. No. Gary, we're not talking like nuts and bolts. We're talking how to get two-way content online. Not like how to reload a bullet. Is that a shock amount? How to get two-way content online? What kind of projects are you working on now, Gary? I've uh, been thinking about a couple. The last two videos I've done has pretty much just been, you know, mail calls and stuff from you. <laughs> but uh, I've been thinking about, you know, just picking a 2A topic of the day and doing about 10 minutes worth of my opinion on it and stuff like that and then soliciting input. You know, uh, like, uh, for example, don't... Uh, you know, kind of don't put too much of your money on, you know, joining a lobbying organization like NRA and GOA and thinking they're going to do all your talking for you. If you're going to, if you're going to be a 2A supporter, you need to do your talking for yourself. You know, get a hold of your, get a hold of your uh, representatives, your congressmen, you know, talk to people, go to rallies, be involved. Right on. Enrique, what kind of you just did the the Beretta thing? I saw you posted a video just today. What's your next project, though? My next project, um, well, it's gonna be. I'm, I've been thinking about a long-term project. Got not nuts and bolts, but I've been thinking of doing like a Arizona trip. I have a vehicle that's four-wheel drive now, and I wanted to go cruise around all the BLM areas and find areas where people are shooting and maybe kind of visit all the gun shops that are in the, 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 the gun show loophole tour in Arizona. Um, that's kind of like what I want to do in the fall when I have a little more vacation time and it's cooler. Right on. And Something you'd like we can uh, discuss because it changes now that the gun shops are a little different, but I've had a route that I would take to hit like the 16 Tucson gun shops. Okay. Miles and that kind of thing. Kinda yeah. Well, and same, kind of same kind of thing because the shops change, but they're still in like Benson and Tombstone and, and uh, Sierra Vista. That's it, right? Yeah. So, and what I'm trying to do is tap into uh, this overland thing is kind of interesting. I, I've been I'm looking at the marketing angles from it. I've been checking out. I went to the uh, their Overland Expo up in Flagstaff and kind of see, see what kind of overlanding. It's kind of a whole. Oh yeah, you went to that? I didn't know you went. Yeah, yeah, I paid. It was pretty inexpensive. It was only like thirty-five bucks for like a day pass, and so I, I went there and I wanted to see what kind of companies were selling what project uh, products. Unfortunately, I saw a lot of uh, Australian, German, and uh, South African kind of companies fulfilling that kind of market. But there were American companies, but they were just there in name only. Um, and so it's a kind of a market where I've seen a lot of people. There is a big market of these people who are really outdoors, but they do carry their guns. They just don't talk about it yet. And I did find a, a forum on a popular four-wheel drive forum called I Hate Mud. I found a what is your EDC forum, and it's a small group of guys who are, like, really cool. And it's like having a mini gun channels on this, like, four-wheel drive forum. And so I'm trying to connect with these guys. I'm going to find out what their angle is and see if I can uh, find out what what is the Second Amendment to them as, as being guys who go outdoors and, and go overlanding or rock crawling in, in their states. Right on. And they must have some kind of infrastructure and network and 
organizations and events. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it. I'm curious where they get their information. A lot of them are real, uh, guys with money. I mean, they're buying. They've got these nice gear, like rigs and stuff. So, But they take pictures of the pistols while they're out four-wheeling. So, uh, Dead Horse, what's, you've got all kinds of irons in the fire, so to speak. What's your next, pro next project? Not ongoing projects. What's your next project? Uh, next projects probably. Oh, um, man, I don't know. That, that's that's kind of far off, but probably it's a six point five uh, Creedmoor rifle <laughs> that I'm going to be building. But man, I don't know about any other projects. I just I got a bunch of reloading stuff going on right now, and you know, David's getting to reloaded, and uh, there's a bunch of people that all have a, the same press. And we're going to try and get a bunch of those people together and I'll have a big group chat with David and help David get all set up and get him reloading, which is pretty uh, inspiring to see a, a guy who's legally blind, you know, reload ammo. So I think that gives a lot of people confidence that aren't legally blind, that nothing's wrong with them, right? That, oh, hey, I maybe I can reload too. So it's pretty, pretty busy with that right now. Even though it's technically an ongoing project, but I guess it's valid. So, uh, Angelina, last but not least, you've got many projects that are happening, like including the flags you got going right now. Or is that, yeah, that's till the 26th? Yeah, flags till the 26th. Uh, but what's your next project going to be? Um, the next project is trying to get the hell out of California and then get a laser. All right, well, we got to hit these in order. So the getting out of California thing is still on the agenda. That's good to hear. You're efforting towards that, it sounded like, before the show? Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm trying to get out, uh, you know, this year. So um, I guess making, you know, moves towards that. And then what's this laser all about? I'm thinking about getting a laser. Maybe, maybe not. Um, just an idea, but mostly just get out of California. Um, I want to bring in a third printer so that a move would allow that to happen, um, which just, you know, expands operations. Are we talking a 48 inch wide printer, horizontal printer? Yeah, a big one like that. Probably like a 50, like 52. Um, but yeah, a big printer and then. Um, you know, matching auto laminator with it. Yeah. Yeah, you want that. Yeah. I know. I know what it's like to have good gear. You're you're drawing like crazy, and you're just dying to get it printed out on some good stuff. It's awesome. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Well, so nothing on the YouTube side. It's either broken or they're just nothing. David's out there, Ozzy's out there, Midnight's out there because he doesn't want to work on channels. But uh, we're not seeing a thing. On channel side, all over the place. Potatoes is out there, and uh, Pants keeps saying stuff, and Michael's dropping some links, but we missed something earlier from Pants. So I think it's worth mentioning, if you were to buy those stainless steel straws, would that be a straw purchase? It would. I like it. Yes, that was. Yeah. 
tonight. Right, so we're throwing a link out there to Taters. Who wants to jump in? Midnight doesn't have to work the gun channels, otherwise you'd have a link all the time. Chooses not to. Um, anything else? So let's dig into some of these projects. Or, I don't know, I feel like I'm pushing a bunch of cats around. I'm just sleeping cats. Sorry, let me, uh... So we got the mail. Very mail calls on there. Oh, Gary's been doing the mail calls. You're to a topic of the day. I think that's a good idea. However, I think daily would kill you. Maybe weekly? Weekly, I think, is a pretty good pace. You can sit down and have an idea for maybe, you know, five of them. That gives you like a month. Then you can kind of test the waters with them. And uh, if it's something that, you know, works and you have more, you know, you get comments and you can respond to those or something comes up in the chat, you can sit down and do another three or four, schedule them all out. One of the nice things about stupid YouTube, the only thing good anymore is that you can schedule stuff over there. And, uh, Something like so you're thinking about. that would be a live show type thing? Oh, no, no. Well, if you're talking about a live show, that would be a little bit different. I'm thinking, like, if you were doing it as, like, a, it sounded oh. like you're talking about, like, a, here's, you know, two minutes worth of a discussion and then discuss it in the comments below kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I really planned on doing. Yeah, because then, you know, a two-minute video takes you two minutes, obviously, to record realistically. Let's say it takes you ten minutes because you screwed up a few times. Something like two minutes, I'm not going to edit, right? I'm just going to redo it every right. So, you know, it takes you 10 minutes to do one. In an hour, you can get like six done. So another, you know, hour plus cups, couple of minutes. You know, once you start doing them, you they get a little bit smoother. So maybe realistically in a 90 minutes, you could sit down with the idea to do it 90 minutes later on YouTube, have six videos scheduled for the next six weeks. And then based on the comments you get, you know, you can decide if it's worth doing the series or continuing the series. And like I say, you'll get all kinds of, uh, ideas you can just write them down on something and then do them in batches like that or what i do you'll notice when i do this once in a while if you watch my shit is uh something will happen and i'll just make the video but instead of just posting it right then i just look okay i've got videos going out for the next three thursdays so this one goes out four thursdays from now and then that way you can uh you know if you've got another an, an idea for a two-way topic you don't have to wait till you have four of them you can just do a two-minute video schedule it for the next you know, day of the week in the series. It's not a bad idea at all. Um, I think that's neat, though. Back in the day when YouTube started to develop as a community, that was a big thing. People would drop ideas out there. You could do video responses back then. So now somebody could put a two-minute video up, tag your video. If you chose to accept it, they would be linked, and it would say, here's a here's a associated video or a video response, literally. I think if you watch the first video, the video responses just started playing. So people could literally have discussions, kind of like a forum. And for whatever reason, YouTube, I don't know, maybe because of the massive database work, I really can't imagine why they got rid of that. It was such a cool feature. Um, maybe the new feat, the GunStreamer and YouTube and, and Nightstrike can, uh, on GunTube can uh, add that back. Because that, I don't know, did any, does anybody in here remember video responses? I think I do. I oh, would. yeah. Yeah, they were great. They were number one reason I kind of like YouTube because you could do contests. You could get people up. It, it really encouraged people to post videos all the time. That's what I liked about it. Yeah, and it could just be nowadays with the phone. I mean, back then it was pain in the ass to do a video. Nowadays with the phone, it would be so easy to do a video response. 
and the thing is the creator is the one who decided whether or not it was going to show up so it's not like it was a it could be abused really i guess it was a little more you know human interaction so there's going to be some amount of drama involved with it but as far as the computers are concerned i don't know why they would turn it off well, a lot of people like Tardot, for example, I think most of the videos he does anymore are in his car, and they look just fine. Oh, yeah. He didn't use a fancy studio or anything, not too much. So, Woods is out there, if you want to link. You link it up there. Um... He's talking about a book. So let's go back to the list there. Where go? Um, anybody else have ideas for Gary for his uh, 2A topic of the day? Um, what about ammo? Like, talk about different ammo. <clears throat> different ammo for different uh, situations, different per uh, uses. I guess, yeah, just different. I don't know, like, what's the difference between these two hollow points? Just different, I don't know, different comparison things. Okay. Um, all right, so then we got Enrique's off-road um, idea there. I think that's a great idea. In fact, what if everybody, uh, what if we picked a month, maybe? And said for this month or I don't know whatever type of increment every so often everybody just picks one of their other um, areas of interest or hobbies and just takes a look at it and sees if there's some opportunity for 2a out there maybe it's just putting a 2a like one of Angelina's decals on a toolbox or a uh, tackle box or uh, you know one of those whatever you call a little support kit for like a remote control vehicle or some kind of hobby you know just maybe intentionally putting something that's a little bit gun related out there and see what happens included in a video or something yeah that's a great idea in the in like in the four-wheel drive overland community there's all these people put stickers all over their vehicles wherever they go we could easily make a cool sticker that uh just like you know second amendment overlanding or something like that and or and leads to i don't know some cool themes they they would dig it I mean, it seems kind of dumb, but uh, uh. what was I going to say? Oh, it, you know what? It shows other people that just because you're into guns doesn't mean that's all you care about. Right. Because that's one of the, uh, I don't know, when you hear anti-gunners talk, they're always like, oh, those gun people, all they care about is their guns and guns and ammo. So, I mean, it shows, you know. Someone who's into flower arranging might be into shooting too. That's perfect. Yeah, I like it. then there's, you know, have like a muzzle with a flower sticking out of it, or a gun in there with the flowers or something. Yeah, I mean, just uh, I don't know. Everyone's into different stuff. We're all humans, so liking shooting isn't super far off from what you like. Obviously, I don't know. I think it's a it's a relatable thing. It brings things into relatable things. Have you guys seen those things where it's like a like a expanded hollow point or a couple of them, and they like make them look like flowers? 
Yeah, like shoot them in water so that they expand perfectly and are all symmetrical and shit. Yeah, those look pretty cool. I like those. I like them as a paperweights. They come in those clear acrylic, you know, blocks and balls and stuff now. So you can just set them on your desk and set them as. So it's also art and Pro 2A and can be useful, you know? Yeah. I know I've made a, I've made a cigar cutter out of a spent brass case before. Just, you know, the kind that cuts a hole in the back of the cigar. All you got to do is just sharpen the edge a little bit of like a, a 9 mil or a 45, depending on the size of the cigar. It works perfect. That's pretty cool. Oh, like a hole punch right in the end? Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. It just kind of takes a core out of the back, makes a little hole. Perfect. So we've been talking about projects, potatoes. What's your next project? Um, I'm going to make a replica of a gun from the first Resident Evil game. It's a Beretta 92FS, but it's got like specific grips and barrel and stuff like that. And then I'm going to make like a, a box with like the, the, uh, like the police force from the game. I'm going to like burn the logo into the box, finish the box real nice. Kind of like a display. You got to make the gun though. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's a Beretta 92 FS, but there's like, custom grips and it needs a specific barrel and it's all real stuff you can buy. So it'll be a gun and not a replica of a gun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then we got uh woods. Your next project. Um, I'm still working on that communication thing that we've been uh, kind of throwing back and forth. And, uh, yeah, that's true. um, there's a guy that, uh, Maggie at all. So we should probably just get moving with him. Uh, Hosh says he's interested, but he's tough to schedule too. So we should probably just get moving with it and let those guys jump in once we're moving. Yeah. The the book that I've been reading is Art of Being Right by Arthur Schopenheimer. And he's like from the 1800s. Say that slower. What book are you reading now? Uh, Art of Being Right, Arthur Schopenheimer. He's like an old German... Uh, um, philosophy and it's really about trying to win the argument and like further looking into the dialectic and like breaking down arguments and seeing how if they did this then our counter is that right on so i think i've read some of that guy's stuff back when i was a nerd so um does is it relevant like is it is there meat in that book or what yeah yeah, because um, really he's just essentially saying like somebody makes a claim and then you make a counterclaim and then it's very similar to that, uh, the other stuff I showed you that's, uh, you know, ethos and pathos, but it doesn't, it's just another way to package it basically. Well, because once you've got the definition of all these terms, the people interpret their interaction differently or the cause and effect differently and that kind of thing. Right. And then this book is this book. I do have to admit that the author is all about winning the argument, not necessarily changing other people's opinions. So, I mean, there's some relatable stuff, but there's some that, you know, doesn't quite win. 
But I'm an academic. I'm kind of a nerd. I love reading all that kind of shit. So that was kind of cool. Um, I see that Vanessa Kitty's asking about uh, Gun Channel's decal. So that reminds me, I should probably talk to Angelina because I ran out of the ones that you made for us a long time ago now. So um, at some point, I'll remember to email you about that. You're in the midst of flags, though? I am in the midst of flags. Um, we haven't printed any yet, but we will be printing them probably the day after it closes, which is the 26th. I think those are one of the coolest things, getting your logo and stuff out, because you can put that in a backdrop. You can have it out in real life, you know, blown in the wind, have it on a rope or on a flagpole or draped over something. Or I think you get your most bang for your buck as far as logo stuff, unlike a T-shirt or a hat or something that you basically got to be wearing and got to be right there. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if you have a booth or something, I mean, it definitely gets your uh your name out there um even if you're a, a content creator it makes a great backdrop um so yeah they're pretty versatile they're pretty cool um yeah i think anyone who's ever seen them oh and they're made in america that's the best part by americans though by real americans but let's say i needed like a hundred of them you couldn't even come near that kind of quantity right actually we totally can we've made like thousand piece orders before so um yeah and they're all you know they're made here in california and stitched here in california and shipped from here in california so if i were to order a hundred of these for an organization or a company or an event then you're saying you're just going to contract those to china and little little children will make these slave children Oh no, we uh we don't use slave children. We use uh you know real red-blooded Americans, and we still make them. Even if you get one, um, or if you get a thousand, we make them here. So they are American-made flags. Or not. And you only do those like every so often. That's why I'm talking about it because. Um kind of doing but not really batches you just have to get all your equipment and stuff i didn't even get to see that equipment but you have to get all that that's an yeah i have to uh so for it to be like cost effective and not cost you a million dollars i have to make like 30 of them because it's a big ordeal to drain and calibrate and set it all up so um we only run them like once every other month sometimes every other three months or every three months or something like that um or when we get 30 so if someone is like hey i need 50 flags for my company um then we'll make 50 flags and throw on a bunch more so we don't make them super often um because we are you know we're a small business but when we do uh we get a lot of inquiries so make a lot of different cool flags we've made um patriot alliance flags we were making combat flags, flags, uh, hex mag. So we make some good ones. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I've seen how you do it because you're not just again buying some Chinese one. You're taking the fabric, you're printing it, and then you're sewing it and putting the grommets and everything on. You're literally creating them there. 
Yep, we do all the work. Um, like I said, from loading the fabric in, printing it, and then packaging it and putting it in the mail. And that's all done by me and my employees. I've got two flags. They're uh, pretty good quality. Yeah, and they're made in America, too. There's yeah. one tomatoes flag and the other one is a lead flag? <laughs> no. I've got uh, an American flag from her and I've got the uh, fuck around and find out Gadsden flag. Popular one. Speaking of that, on this list of things I need to remind you about is, did you send me? I think you did send me join or die stickers. You made a sticker to complement the patch, right? Um, yeah. I was gonna stick them on my laptop, and I went to look. I think I must have gave them all away. So my question is, they were a little bigger than the patch, right? Yeah, I think they're like five inches. Can you go the other way and make it a little bit smaller than the patch, even? Definitely. Okay. I gotta ask that favor, put that on my menu of favors. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna ask you to help me move, so we'll work it out. Just sold the van and my back hurts really bad and I got this new dog, and so. Just can't do anything. All right, well, so then that'll take us on to random topic picked by Taters. We're all waiting for Taters to tell us what the next topic will be then. Oh, yeah. It might be a minute. What about uh, (laughs) Ben Shop of the Day? Ben Shop. Oh, we can talk about... uh, I went shooting on Thursday at, like, a range. Oh, we could have talked about that on Friday when you're here for a show. Yeah, but I was missing from the Daily Gun Show for a number of days. So what's, what's this about shooting? Is that that indoor range you're talking about? Yeah, I think we already talked about it um, oh. on the Daily Gun Show, but I actually went to it. So it was cool. They have, like, uh, you know, the computerized or whatever screen to send your target out. And, uh, you know, gun store inside. Um, nice range. Kind of hot in there, but what are you going to do? Um, bulletproof glass sides and stuff. So the guy was like, if you stay in the booth, you're completely safe. Because then he's telling me about people, you know, muzzle sleeping everyone and ugh. But anyway, when we went, it was pretty slow. And I found out on Fridays, ladies shoot for free all day. So I'm going shooting every Friday. I do that at Mondays at at my local place that I normally go to. I was stoked to hear about that. But then I was not stoked because I was there on Thursday. And I was shooting. It was me, a guy, and another lady. And we could have shot for free. And I did, oh, I rented a scar while I was there and shot 50 rounds of scar. Doesn't it bother you when women are treated this equally than men? Like, because we get free shooting and men have to pay? Yeah, exactly. No, I just identify as a female on Fridays. Oh, okay, it's going there. Just be like, 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's sad, but I'm going to take full advantage of it. So I think every Friday I'll go and, I don't know, put 50 rounds through my carry. I won't hog up a lane. Alright, so, anyway, that was our gun shop of the day. Oh, snap. So, taters? Uh, what are your favorite aftermarket handgun grips, like, material-wise? Do you guys like wood grips or, like, a synthetic or laminate or rubber? If you're going to change your grips, well, what do you prefer? Hold on. Since we are, you are asking the question, is it gun-specific? Revolver, pistol, rifle? Or you can accept any kind of answer for any kind of platform? Uh, any any answer for any or, platform. And, like, and to clarify, is this on a boat? All right, so Angelina? Um, I'm just going to say for 92 FSs, I like ho grips. Okay, we'll just go through and then people can clarify. Maybe if it's all hogue, then we can all just go, uh-huh. But, you know, if we have questions after. So, Dead Horse, quick answer. What if it's for, like, plinking and looks and, you know, Packmire if you're actually, like, going to carry it? Interesting. Uh, Enrique? I like the uh, G10 type grips. Really? Uh, yeah. Garrett? Mm, I probably prefer wood. Gary likes wood. Uh, woods. Oops. Meet Gary. Uh, I'd probably go Hogue. That's what's on my SP-101. I'm a revolver guy, so I generally change them out to rubber. Do Hogues? Okay. Uh, potatoes? I uh, usually prefer wood grips, but I've had some hoe grips, like the rubber grips that were nice. I don't know where you guys are getting wood, because you can't put wood grips on a Glock. So, I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't really switch out grips, but when I did switch out grips, it was also hoe. For me, it was the, what do you call that? Like the, the stickiness of the hoe versus Backmire, but we had three hogs, only one Backmire, so... Dead Horse has to explain why he likes the inferior Packmire rubber better than Hope. Because when you sweat and like hot and sticky, right, and you're sweating, the Hogue kind of like seems to stick to your hands and the Packmire doesn't. Like the Hogue kind of just, I don't know, when your hands are hot and sweaty, the Hogue be feels like it's like electrical tape or something. And the Packmire never feels that way. It never gets like that sticky feeling. Uh, you wood people. You're probably thinking of revolvers or 1911s or what? Or I guess CZs or something? I'm thinking, uh, like Beretta 92 FS, um, you know, gun guns like that. But yeah, a revolver too. So on my revolvers, I just have like the actual factory Ruger grips. I don't mind those at all. I'd say the only rubbery kind of grips I ever had that I ever thought I needed to use was on my... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I have to, I'm a shameful admit it, but I had a PF nine and, um, that thing was a real, it was a real kicker. And, uh, I bought one of those like, uh, rubbery grips. They can uh, slip around like a rubber band and it totally made shooting it tolerable. 
Um, I other than that, I I didn't and I didn't really like it on my uh, ergo grips on my AR. I didn't really care for it. I could see the rubber being a problem in the heat, but in the Northwest, I never really have that problem except for like July. And I had a good point there. I didn't drop a link for the flag, so I just corrected that. If anybody wants to grab them, go to, can go to Owl and Anchor to grab them, owlandanchor.com. You don't have uh, even a coupon code or nothing, right? Oh, actually, I do. So uh, if you use coupon code GUNCHANNELS, you save 20% on anything in our retail store. Oh, I had forgotten about that. I was just thinking that the flags didn't need like a coupon code if somebody was like a non gun channels person or something. I did totally forgot about the gun channels one. So you're applying that to the flags too. Yep, it goes for anything in the retail store. So Packmire is not as sticky. That is why I don't like the Packmire. I liked it to I wanted it to have as much purchase. I like rubber because it sticks. Backfire to me was more woodish or going towards wood, very, I don't know, less sticky. Uh, what do you guys think about wood, though? You can't get anywhere near the checkering or like the aggressiveness. I guess I shouldn't say that. Some of the Kimber woods have had interesting patterns. Maybe some of those SIGs, I haven't picked up every SIG wood, but can the wood get as aggressive as far as checkering or texturing to give you like real purchase? Because it seems to me, my experience of wood is it's kind of smooth. Oh, I think so. Like the SIG, uh, like the wood grips that come on some of the SIGs are definitely that way. They're definitely very aggressive. All right, I'll have to grab some of them more often. But if, but if they might wear out, though. That wood's going to wear uh, probably, I would say, more than, you know, probably a some kind of built-in polymer checkering, right? I think so that in years, those grips might be way smooth. That's where I was coming from, because it seems like I grew up when it was all wood. But the wood had gone from, like, the real woods of the day when you could still slaughter rainforests and just, you know, devastate monkey populations to get the perfect handguards or whatever. So, uh, you know, those olden days handguards are made out of wood that just doesn't exist. They chop down trees that are hundreds of years old and no one started growing them again. So there's just not, you know, there's no way to get that wood again. So the crap that Remington was putting out when I was a kid uh, was just kind of boring re renewable woods or you know something that they didn't care about chopping down and it was just not anywhere near the same kind of wood it wasn't like ironwood you know it wasn't like you put a checkering in there and it was there for a hundred years put a checkering in there and a couple of years of hunting and it's smooth so for me the polymers and stuff i think were an option but is it back to that are they using well there's like that cocobolo wood and there are some like heavier burls but you're going to pay money for that for wood I mean, that is going to be way, way more expensive than any type of G10 or Hogue or anything grips, you know? I mean, you can easily spend 200 bucks on a set of wood grips for your pistol. Easily. So, Enrique, I think, said G10. I've had some knives, or I haven't had them. I've picked up some knives that have had some really aggressive G10 patterns in them. I guess you could do that with guns. Actually, isn't there the... Oh, it's a Springfield. TRP, right? The, or the operator, Springfield Desert Warrior, the Kimber. 
somebody had a, a G10 that had like a really aggressive rip. Anybody remember that one? Or am I crazy? Yeah, uh, Six Sour had them for a while too, right? On their 1911s. Um, I don't know. It was like a bunch of dimples. So the what was left over from the dimples was kind of sharp. There's something nostalgic in this classic about picking up something with a wood handle, whether it be a hammer or a knife or a handgun. There's just something about wood, though. I don't know what it really is, but it's just really attractive, and it's just there's something about just you know, I mean, about wood over plastic. Because when you have a piece of wood and you have a piece of metal, right, and any you put them together to have them be, you know, a, a, a system like so you know together to be one part of or two parts of like one thing you know that you can appreciate that piece of plastic that's molded there's nothing to appreciate right it's just, it's just like, oh they pour it into this shape big deal that's that's when you pick up a piece of metal and wood you that's a representation of that craftsmanship and that design and that artisanship or whatever right you so you're appreciating all of that as you pick it up yeah i think so I mean, I definitely do. I, I prefer a lot of different wood handle tools, even though they might not be as strong or as as great as, you know, some of the newer materials and stuff. But there's just something about them that I prefer. All right. Well, I think that was a pretty good topic. Not everybody liked it, but I think it was pretty decent. So thanks for uh, Taters for coming up with that, uh, that topic today. This DJ is breaking all the knobs off. smoothly transition into the next topic which i guess will be the movie how about gary got a movie for us what's the last movie you see gun movie well it had some guns in it the last movie i saw was what was it oceans eight? Oh, the girl one huh yeah the girl one how many people in here have seen it so angelina no i've not seen it yet good horse Nope. Enrique? Never going to happen. <laughs> well, That's good. I'm not going to waste my... I'll, I'll get my two hours back in life. I'll, I'll wait for it to come on for free when I'm old. Woods? Yeah, I'd, I'd check it out, but I haven't seen it. Hey, I've never seen any of them. Really? None of the oceans, anything? Nope. Because you hate all those actors? You hate that kind of movie or some other reason? I don't know. I just never... I don't even know what it's about. I've heard of them a lot, but usually involves a big heist of some sort. Yeah, it seems like you'd have to go out of your way to not see any of them. They've been going out for a long time. Anyway, so um, yeah, they're just elaborate heist movies. I think they come from back in the day, right? Like Strange Sinatra or somebody started the first ones, and then these are all yeah. Oh yeah, the original ones are great. Uh, I don't know. All right, well, so I guess me and Gary are the only ones that have seen the new one. I don't know. Should we use that one? We'll leave this off to the audience. This is an interactive situation here. So do we stick with Ocean's 8, the girl movie, or <laughs> pick a new one? I thought surely Angelina would be on board with that one. With the girl one? Yeah. Yeah, I do want to see it, though. They're girls with attitudes. 
I don't, thinking back to all the other Oceans movies, I don't remember that many guns in any of the other movies. So I'm thinking, like, how many guns can there really be in the chick one? There's a couple, but, and it's actually, there's, they, they do, does it, am I wrong, or did they feature a gun in one section? Kind of anti gun, buffoonery kind of thing. But isn't the, there's a gun, they're holding a the gun on somebody. Yeah. But it, it was probably about a month ago when I saw it. My daughter wanted to see it, so I went with her. First time I'd been to a movie in like two or three years. I don't see a lot of movies. so. Uh, I've been getting hounded with um, the chick from that 70s show has a movie about a spy. Something or other on Instagram. I can't go any, every single day on Instagram. I get that commercial. Does anybody else get in that commercial now? No, I don't even know which which chick. No. The Scientologist or the other one? The redhead or the brunette? Oh, not the redhead. The other one. Jackie? Jackie. Mila Kunis? Yeah, so she's in some movie where it's like the spy who dumped me. I can tell you, because I've seen the commercial like a billion times now, I can tell you like at least six of the lines by heart. What are they? All right, I guess I can't. But I, if they were on, I could remember them. Oh, snap. All right, so I'll, we're just putting all of that in the jitter, right? Because nobody was really saying anything on gun channels. And domestic community said Iger Sanction. Did we already talk about Iger Sanction the other day? Or maybe a couple weeks ago? What is ago? that? A uh, Clint Eastwood movie. That's... Yeah. Super cool Clint Eastwood. Seventies Clint Eastwood. Maybe early eighties, but I think seventies. Yeah, it's seventies. So, it's late seventies, I think, yeah. like seventy six. It's like when he was in uh Clint, uh Dirty Harry, right? But it's not Dirty Harry or nothing. It was uh, in a spy or something. No, we're Eagles Dare. That was another one where he was doing like rock stuff and really he was cool. a professional assassin is what he was. He was supposed to be an assassin. In Iger Sanction, he's like an assassin, but he's like on vacation or he's doing something. And he's, or is he on a kit? I forget, but it's kind of a neat. Anyway, it's like a mountain climbing movie from the 70s. Anyway, seen that one? Angelina? No. Um, no, I have not. Where's a cat like Where's Waldo? Uh, Dead Horse? You've seen it. I, I own it. Yeah, I own it. So, yeah, I've seen it several times. So it's a great movie. Enrique, you seen this one? Uh, yeah, I saw a lot. I saw I've seen it a lot. Gizzard? Nope. Oh, snap. Woods? Is he back? Is that something? Is that his dog out? Taters? Nope. Never seen it. Okay. All right. So, uh, well, there's two movies without reviews. Or, wait. Those of us that are given it have seen it are all given it. Well, I'm going to give it one thumbs up. Oh, I'll give it two thumbs up. 3K? I have one. And then we don't know about what's. So, um, I just because there's better movies. I mean, it's a good movie, but it's not. It bad. has Vonette McGee in it. It gets two thumbs up just for her. So. Yeah. Ooh la la. I don't know who that is, but I'm assuming she's attractive. She played Jemima Brown in it. And, yep. Uh, she it gets two thumbs up just because of her. 
All right, so um, I guess we'll move on to whatever the next thing's going to be. Anybody been checking out history, Angelina? Always access to the history link. Anybody else? Or cycle, cycle sometimes. Um, actually, I was. I'm going to go jump into it as well. The good one, the military one here. But um, one thing we haven't done in a while, and we have a fairly full room tonight, is a healthy tip. So I'm going to go left to right and get a healthy tip from everybody. When Bob and I first started doing the show, it's one of the things I put in there. I was trying to eat healthy at the time and not die. So uh, uh, it was one of those things I was just putting out there. I figure it's one of those things like consistency. Um, Again, anybody do nothing. I don't think anybody wants to make anybody do anything, but a persistent reminder, sort of, uh, I don't even want to call it a favor. It's just a thing to do because whenever once in a while, it's just that little thing that, you know, reminds you. It's like that straw that breaks the camel's back. It's that, that annoying little thing that reminds you. It's the alarm or clock or whatever. So I figured by just putting it into the show and not putting a heck of a lot of concentration on it, we would, uh, just allow people to start thinking about things. I'm vegan for the most part, so I figured I'd throw some of that stuff out there. Uh, when we first started doing it, I dug into uh, some hunting stuff. So there was quite a bit of like interesting food safety as far as hunting and prep and uh, what do you call like gutting and um, what's it called when you rip apart a critter after you shoot it? Um, butchering. Well, there's a better word than that. Dressing. Like dressing tips and stuff. And, uh, you know, all that stuff, I figured, since we're doing a daily show all year long, we could put some of that stuff in as appropriate. Like, um, you know, if it's deer season, talk about deer stuff. If it's fishing season, talk about fishing stuff and whatnot. So I'm going to go through, hopefully that gave you all enough time to think of stuff. Um, Angelina, healthy tip. Uh, drink at least a gallon of water a day. See, Bob was in here. He'd have an answer to that one. Um, hmm. First person in the chat to uh, tell us what Bob would say to that gallon of water a day. Oh, snap. Pan says a fun fact. Hogue started out making toilet seats. No possible way I'd want a toilet seat made out of Hogue rubber. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, wouldn't fall off yeah. of it. That sounds scary. Wow. You'd get great purchase. Oh, my God. Mm. Great <laughs> uh, only a hunter would want to do that. I'm going to go zigzag this time. So, hash brown potatoes, healthy tip. Uh, if you're going to eat meat, make sure you drink enough fluids. If you eat meat without, uh, like, drinking something with it or enough fluids or whatever, uh, you can't digest it. And Bob would say that whatever's in the stomach of the critter he's eating is where he would get his moisture. Uh, dead horse. Healthy tip. Uh, a healthy tip. Um, 100 laps a day is equal to 10 minutes of exercise. Wait, what? One, 100 what? Laughs. So like laughing 100 times a day, 100 laughs is equal to 10 minutes of exercise. So hmm. they just uh, remember. Yeah, really, that's true. So just stay funny and, uh, you know, remember to have a sense of humor and, uh, It'll be healthier. Interesting. Woods, you back yet? Yeah, I'm back. Um, I guess it's appropriate because I had two teeth taken out today. Take care of your teeth because uh, there's a lot of infections can get in there and whatnot. And 
I don't think a lot of us do as much as we should with your teeth. I don't think you remember that we live uh, in the country where since the founding of our country, you can get wooden teeth. So, <laughs> you don't need no teeth. But that's a good point. And doesn't teeth have something to do with like the heart? Like you get heart disease from having bad teeth? Absolutely. They went over that today. They were like, hey, fat guy, take care of your teeth even better because you're one of those going to have a heart attack. Uh, Enrique. Uh, stop drinking soda. Give it up and you won't use any straws. There you go. That's excellent. Gary. Eat really? plenty of green vegetables. Oh, green ones. Interesting. What's your favorite green vegetable, Angelina? Uh, asparagus. Ugh. Dead horse. My favorite vegetable? Green vegetable. Oh, uh, probably green, uh, green bell pepper. Uh, Enrique? French beans. Oh, no. Gary, here's your question. Brussels sprouts. Now we're talking. Spinach. Spinach, but not cooked. Oh, there you go. Uh, potatoes. Green. Um, Little green things on a potato. Asparagus. Oh, you and Angelina can hang out. The only problem with asparagus is the only way to make it taste good is to make it with bacon and cheese or something. No, just steam it. I like it steamed. I like it grilled. Okay. I like it uh, thrown in a pan with a little red wine and garlic. That's pretty good. I just want to be like technical too. That I would have chose avocado, but an avocado is technically a fruit, so that's why I had to choose green bell pepper. Oh, I'm gonna go with spinach also, and suggest that if you uh, are interested in trying to eat healthy, uh, grab a bag of spinach, the pre-washed whatever is easiest way to get into it, and then worry about saving money later if you want. But uh, to see if you can deal with it, uh, grab some spinach. And consider that the base. And I don't try to make my crap taste good because I'm just doing it as a way to get it into you. But anyway, to kickstart your day, drink some kind of vegetable slurry. And uh, spinach is the best way. A handful of spinach is the best way to get like mass and the fiber and all that in there. And then enhance it with whatever you might want to try to make it palatable, if that's your angle, or just to make it like supercharged with whatever super wonderful nutrients or whatever. But uh, that might be my suggestion, man. My healthy tip is uh, try getting some bagged spinach in a good blender and just go no frills. It's super easy and uh, takes just moments in the morning. What you do then is you get that in you first. Whatever your routine is, change it to where you drink that first. And the first, you know, once you wake up, try to do that in the first couple of half an hour, whatever your routine is. But do that before you start drinking coffee or doing your thing. Um, maybe drink some water before, but otherwise try to do that first. And I think the concept is you uh, you start filling up your stomach with fiber and stuff that doesn't start giving you sugar rushes and all that shit. And it just gives you a good base for the beginning of the day. I know when I was doing that, I don't know the math behind it or the science, but it certainly was effective for me and it helped balance any kind of hunger or whatever because you start out with just a flood of nutrients and some mass. So you're satisfied. It's not taste good or anything. But you're satisfied as far as your, your machine goes. You've got it. You've given it a good prime of the pump. And uh, anyway, I'd say give that a try. See if you can do it. You can do that every morning. 
then you're getting a good chunk of good stuff in you. Basically, by just drinking a couple of slurps of on scum in the morning. Uh, I'm saying when you blend the veggies, you destroy the fiber. Oh well, you still got it in you. So that's the same thing as before. You can have all the fiber you want in theory, or you can have it broken up in you. And I don't like eating it. it takes forever. You salad takes you like a moment. It takes me longer to talk about all that than it would take me to make a bunch of spinach blended up. Throw some protein powder in there and a little bit of I like lime or lemon juice. It just kind of kills the gross taste of it. Still getting plenty of vitamins and nutrients and stuff like that. Oh yeah, exactly. And like I say, if nothing else, you're just filling yourself up with something that's decent instead of like uh, I don't know, pretty much anything else we eat in the mornings is garbage, right? I'm going to jump over to the polls next and let us know. We don't get much feedback back. We haven't had emails in a while. But our email is dailygunshow at gmail.com. And if you're interested uh, in giving us some feedback on that, as I structure the show up, I'll probably start adding that back and just kind of, like I say, recycle some of the uh, old um, uh, healthy tips. All right. So, uh, But if anybody has an idea for a healthy tip, a different direction to go, let me know more than happy to include other things. I'm not trying to push any kind of thing or set you up on any kind of diet or anything. I just want to throw it out there that we're all machines, and if we neglect the, the most important one, then everything else isn't really all that important, right, as we start failing ourselves. Um, next up is this poll. I'm going to try to screen share, I guess. Uh, so Olight is a company that sells flashlights and whatnot. I think it's mostly flashlights, right? Chinese company. And uh, I don't know, they send me emails daily, not daily, or weekly for sure. More than that, it seems like trying to get me to review lights. So one day I just said, forget it. And so instead of just saying no, I said, not replying at all, basically, I, uh, I replied with, well, why don't you send me three? And they did. So I made one video and they were happy with it and they already sent me more. So I need to start getting these out. So I set up a poll I mentioned in the video I did on YouTube that if you're uh, interested in seeing somebody review one of these lights, somebody from Gun Channels, then uh, let us know. I only had three nominations, Midnight, C4, and David. So anybody that wants can go over and uh, vote real quick here. I'll drop the link on the Gun Channel side, as you can see I'm doing right now. Boom. See on Gun Channels, this chat works automatically. This chat is old code. So in order to get this one to update, yeah over here that's annoying but trust me the new chat thing is horrible in fact i'm gonna have to be digging in changing this all out but um right now as a time being open up this chat it refreshes just fine without having to do anything now we'll go over to the gun channel or the stupid youtube side and we'll drop that link and you people can vote also if you're members of gun channels Let's see what kind of response we get over here. Asparagus and those little green bulbs. I can't remember what they're called, but they're delicious. They're Brussels sprouts. So we had a bit of a disagreement on Brussels sprouts and uh, asparagus. Asparagus is great with like butter and maybe a little bit of salt and stuff, but steamed or boiled Brussels sprouts, nothing. 
Uh, okay, the the best vegetable out there is steamed artichoke hearts with butter <laughs> to die for. You, I, I'm from an Italian family. It's the treat. It's a great treat. Is that something you gotta get a you get the uh, raw ones and you steam them? Or are you talking like out of a can? Yeah. Or something? I think I've yeah. only have games or jars or whatever. Yeah, there's different ways of doing it, but basically uh, you cut the tops off and then you stuff them with a family recipe, like a with with uh, breading or cheese, whatever, or or just oil, whatever. Some people just steam them and then they just uh, you dip the, the the leaves in the in the hot butter. It's awesome. It's finger Is food. Artichoke, the one where if you eat the wrong part or too far up the leaves, it's not good for you. Poison if you die. Uh, there's a heart. They call it the heart, and it's real like uh, it's real fine hairs. I don't know. There's a way of like getting to I it. Eat the you, heart. Yeah, yeah I, I, the best part. Yeah, right. So but, I, see, I don't think you can. They sell just jarred and canned artichoke hearts. Yeah, I wanted to say avocado, but that's a fruit. And an artichoke, I think, is a flower, not a vegetable. So oh. I, don't, I don't think you should claim the artichoke either. That's too bad. You're probably right. So, two hotties got a healthy tip out there. He says that we're like a fire or a furnace. we got to throw a log on. We're like a fire or a furnace. we got to throw a bean burrito on every three to four hours keep our metabolism going and then just don't eat just one burrito a day you have to eat like multiple three or four burritos throughout the day amen truth all right well hopefully this giving people enough time to go over here and vote we'll go over here and we'll show the results boom midnight stole the vote i don't know what he's doing but he stole the vote by one so he gets that out of C4. Um, I'm sending him that flashlight. Uh, he works allegedly in a restaurant, and I guess he drops things on the floor or something, and he needs to, you know, he uses that food still, so he uses a flashlight to go find it. Um, <laughs> look way in the back of the refrigerator, make sure, no matter how grody or disgusting or old something is, he's going to find it now and still use it. He's like, damn, where's some of the expired eggs at? Find the, the lost sous chef. Oh, it's actually tied. Uh-oh, did it change? I just think that it's tied. Oh, it is tied. Now what are we going to do? Now it's C4 versus Midnight. Do we have them fight? Yeah, Blood so, wrestle. Well, I was thinking like a rap battle, something that is possible to do on the internet. Oh, yeah, okay, rap battle. I think they should play a battle of Oregon Trail. I don't know what that is. Is that a video game? Yeah, from back in the 80s. Like or the original Oregon Trail, yeah. So you Pants can... has a good point here. He says, how did Midnight get the vote? Is he even on gun channels? That's an excellent question. Damn. He's, he's gun channels adjacent, for sure. He lets people he's know, like, oh, on gun channels. Honorary gun channels, maybe. And he's like, he's, he's sort of like, if gun channels is the pool, he's that kid sitting with his feet, like his hand, his feet are dangling in the pool. He knows how to swim, but he just ain't jumping in. So he's posting his videos now. He just doesn't necessarily 
link his channel on the main page when he goes live. He's, he's like almost there. And sometimes he'll, he'll catch him waiting around in the shallow end, but then he gets right back and sits on the edge. So we're getting a recount. He might just be too cool for gun channels. Oh, now we got midnight getting seven votes. So it looks like it's, he's pulled. He's pulled ahead. I run it for another day. No, you got to do this already. You need to send stuff out. Oh, I was supposed to be looking at this history the whole time. So why don't you guys continue on figuring out who's going to get that flashlight? Then, or is it just going to be? Um, well, I got some history that's not military history, just like. History. Bring it. Bring it. All right. So we got. Are you talking in 1865? William Booth founded the Salvation Army. Boom. 1865. Why don't you suck that goodwill, you scam? 80% of goodwill goes into that guy's pocket. 1865. William Booth founded Salvation Army. Boom. Suck it, goodwill. 1943. Mussolini falls from power. Oh, that's pretty good, too. 1969, Nixon announces new doctrine. What does that mean? For the Vietnam War. 1964, Joint Chiefs propose airstrikes. Nineteen forty-five, Truman drops hint to Stalin about a terrible new weapon with what? uh I mean those are the atomic bombs. That sounds like the Russian meddling started way back then. It did, <laughs> actually. Was was Trump there? Might have been. Trump's dad. I think Probably it was the baby. Was. I think little baby Trump was there. Nineteen fifty. <laughs> I don't think so. Ain't that oh, <laughs> one that's in What it? Oh. <clears throat> I wonder why Angelina hasn't been present. Has everybody seen that big giant baby Trump balloon that they have in London? <laughs> She does like orange. Yeah. And she's English. Native na native Londoner. She's British, is she? Never notice how fond she is. Always there to defend Rick. Hmm. All right, so 1959, Over the weekend, world's first test tube baby is born. When was that? 1978. Damn, we've been doing that for that long? Over the weekend, since we don't do the history over the weekend, 1969, on July 21st, Neil Armstrong became the first person to step on the moon. And, uh, and not only that, but they, he didn't have to use the metric system to do it. So. Nice. Damn. Shots and, fired. In your face. Yeah. 
1861, on July 1st, 1861, um, the first battle of Bull Run, which was the first major major battle in the U.S. Civil War, was fought near Virginia, and, and it was a Confederate victory. I heard that the Confederates also did not system. Nineteen ninety four Space Shuttle Columbia returns to Earth after a fifteen day mission. They took a bunch of fish up there, I guess. They were testing the effects of weightlessness on aquatic animals. Why the hell did we need to know that? Because I imagine uh trying to go to Mars, right? Back then we probably still cared about going to Mars back in the nineties. We still had a vision. Eighteen thirty-two, the first railroad accident. What? What year was that? Eighteen thirty-two. Wow. Uh, the nineteen ninety-nine version of Woodstock was today. Thirty-five to thirty-eight million dollar production ended in chaos, with hundreds of concert goers burning fires, looting, and vandalizing. Just like the first Woodstock, except the exact opposite. Fucking hippies. So 1911, Machu Picchu discovered. Wow. For the second time. 1840, uh, Canada became Upper and Lower Canada uh, United, teamed up. 1840. Forty-three Operation Gamora is launched. Eight, eight Medal of Honors awarded today. All right, so we try to look at history, and uh, we didn't do one on Friday, but that was the anniversary of Bruce Lee's death. Um, there was uh, not really anything. It was just the the anniversary that they created this statue. I posted that on YouTube. I forgot to do it on uh, Instagram. But uh, in World War II, a lot of uh, people donated their their house pets, their dogs, to um, the war effort. And uh, depending on the dog's characteristics and abilities and stuff, they were distributed out to the different units and. Uh, I, I've tried to look into it. There's unfortunately not that much known that I was able to find. Um, but for some reason, the Marines ended up, and the Marines in Iwo Jima specifically, ended up with a lot of Dobermans. So uh, they just were really good for uh, what they needed to do in Iwo Jima as far as protecting uh, centuries and running messages. You know, they're fearless and they are obedient and they're loyal. So they're just a good dog for what the Marines needed them to do. Uh, the Marines appreciated it and had a memorial in Iwo Jima, I think, or Guam. And uh, because it's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, nobody can get to it. There's another one in the University of uh, Tennessee. So just north of Chattanooga uh, in the uh, university there, there's a, a duplicate monument. Anyway, the anniversary of the commemoration, I guess, of that, or whenever they built it, uh, was the 21st. So I like to throw that one up there. What's it called? It's the War Dog Memorial, World War II War Dog That's Memorial. That's north of Chattanooga? Oh, the name of the school? I don't know off the top of my head. But look I'm up. Vacation just north of Chattanooga. 
What? I said I vacation just north of Chattanooga. That's something I should go check out. Just in like a courtyard of a school, so I don't think you have to do anything special. Just drive in there and look at it. And it's a here I'll screen share it. It's a, just a replica or a reproduction of the statue. I think it's in Guam. Oh, sorry, I said it would change. We're limiting Guam, excuse me. And uh, um, yeah, super cool. So uh, yeah, I haven't seen it either yet, but um, I don't think I wrote on here where it is. But if you got um, family that lives just north of Chattanooga, I'm definitely gonna have to go. I'm sure if you type in a War Dog Memorial, it'll take you to uh, the school where it's at. Or I guess I could do it right now on the map too. Uh, so that was one of the things. Right button here. Uh, and then we'll go look on the calendar, see if we got anything else coming up. Look the calendar in a while. Time to start doing August though. So there's actually going to be a lot more. I've been doing the cards, right? So there's going to be potentially like 50, well, not 50, but probably 40, 30 to 40 more uh, items in the calendar here coming up. Today's the 24th. Tomorrow's TriggerCon. I know I have this in here wrong, but uh, TriggerCon is coming up here. So we got Hadi. He's out there on the YouTube side for some reason instead of the Better Gun Channel side. But uh, he's a photographer and a, uh, what do you call somebody who's a uh, Photoshopist? Digital artist. Digital artist and uh, and an appreciator of these events. So this will be, I think, his second year going. Uh, we'll be attending it as gun channels. So if anybody wants to uh, uh, see something specifically at TriggerCon or what, uh, I'm not even screeching. But if somebody wants to see something over at TriggerCon, uh, he'll be out at the range day and at the event. So uh, if you want to take a look at their website or whatever, get an idea of what they got going on, check out their pictures from last year. Um, he offered to uh, check out anything you might want to have uh, his camera pointed at. So thanks for doing that. Uh, it's a multi-day event. I think I have it in here in the calendar wrong. I think he said it starts on the 26th or something. Uh, looks like we got a couple other things coming up in the week, though. And then, like I say, we'll be doing the August stuff um, soon. For uh, I try to do those videos over on YouTube, and I'll be seeding this show so we can talk about events and uh, keep our history live. Hopefully, the idea of this event or the, the history part of the show is uh, it you know, you get to something to talk about if you go to the gun shop or the gun show on the weekend or something, you meet up with somebody and you, you know, hey, this was the weekend that was the anniversary of the Marines or something. And it's just a way to start a conversation. All right, so that was a bit more chatting. We'll see what the results are. It's still midnight, so it looks like midnight's getting the uh, flashlight. And why is my name not an option? I've been ripped. See? Yeah, because Dano didn't apply. I think I offered that on the YouTube. You would have had to watch the YouTube video. Um, the stuff that came in from Olight, I don't think I have much interest in. Uh, I'm only interested in, like, AAA lights. So I'm going to basically pass all that stuff along uh, and see if they're going to still be happy with it. And if that works, then I'm just going to use my YouTube channel to uh, kind of shuffle or pull in some free loot like that to let the gun channels, people who are active and creating content, uh, get access to some of that, that stuff. And it'll give us stuff to, stuff to watch, and it'll give them stuff to play with, and then we have some of it for giveaways, too. Please. Yeah, it's a thing to do. So I think we're about wrapped up. Seems like we're right around the top of the hour here. Oh, wait, we started late, huh? So we've actually been running a bit late. 
Uh, we are running late, so I guess it's time to wrap it up. That was the show for today. Thanks, everybody, for joining in. Angeline, you got anything besides flags happening? Any new patches dropping? Um, Nothing new right now, but uh, probably next month, yes. Oh, no, we do have something new. We have some new sticker designs going up, so through the week, there'll be new sticker and decal designs. Right on. Dead Horse, what's happening Thursday? I'm probably not doing anything this Thursday because I'm going to be out of town until uh, I probably won't be back Monday night. That's why I forgot about that. So you're heading out, so have a good trip. Are you going to be uh, going on at all? Um, I have no idea. I don't know if I my, if I'll have cell phone service. I have no clue. So <laughs> I don't know how busy we're going to be and everything. So we're really down, just down there for the weekend. So I'm leaving Thursday. Um, hopefully get down there Friday night. Um, you know, go shooting and stuff uh, Saturday and Sunday. Then start driving back Sunday night, and then hopefully uh, or Sunday afternoon really. And then ho hopefully I get back. Uh, you know, by Monday night maybe <laughs> tuesday morning something like that so it's like a 26 hour drive or something it's it's pretty far right on uh enrique glad thanks for jumping in i know you don't get jump in often but it's always a pleasure and i didn't know about the uh overland thing i wanted to go up to that when i had the cop car but i figured it i don't know i'd piss them off they seem like they're kind of close-knit you don't got a four by four. You're not welcome, kind of people. No, nah, so. they would have liked your car a lot. I I believe. I think if you would have probably stuck some BF Goodriches on there for like some cheap ones, they would have thought you were cool. It's a pretty interesting crowd. It's like a Grateful Dead crowd money. Oh, right on. Right on yeah, it's cool. It's a tight knit crowd. Um, everybody knows each other. It's kind of like. Uh, I felt like I was jumping into the gun community, but it wasn't guns that people were talking about. They were talking about all the gear. And all the rigs they got and how their lifestyles are around them and how they're making fabricated stuff it was just su super interesting the parallels we want to get with you on that especially if you're going to be developing something on that that'd be cool yeah yeah i would like to hear your feedback i gotta get out of here this week for sure so it is hot it's very hot <laughs> so uh yeah thanks for jumping in you're always welcome just let us know you're there we can throw you a link all right, thanks. Um, Gary, anything happening? Mm, not a whole lot happening in the next few days, just work. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for jumping in. Yeah, thanks uh, for the invite. Woods, anything besides our project? Not really, no. Well, well, we'll get with that and do that sooner than later here. Like say, we'll just kind of get started already because we've already been farting around for long enough. And... Uh, Never wait for the perfect storm trying to get three or four people in there. Sounds great. Anders, thanks for doing lobbies and stuff. You got anything else coming up? He's busy making mashed potatoes. He went to Taco Bell. He likes to take some mashed potatoes and then mix them up with some like hash browns. Sprinkle a little uh, baby skins on top of that. I know he just got that shotgun project. I think it's finished, but even if it's not, it's looking really good. That gold trigger one? That one's done. All right, well, that was uh, our show, and I believe that we have... <laughs>
This DJ is breaking all the knobs off. That was queued up perfectly. So uh, I guess that's the show. Thanks, everybody, for joining in. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, wait a minute. Oh, we've got a quote. Anybody got a quote? Gary? Yeah, I don't have one. Pick up a rifle and you change instantly from a subject to a citizen. Ooh, nice. Ninja! Ninja!